Welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast, your weekly dose of strategies and mindset tools to build a business in alignment with your purpose and to get you playing a bigger game. I'm your host, Nicole Leno. Hello and welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Leno, and I am here with a special guest that I'm very excited to have this conversation with her today. I am here with Annalena Fuchs. She is a spiritual business and human design coach. Now, human design is on everybody's mind right now. I know everybody's talking about it. So I'm... and. Annalena actually did a reading for me, and I'm excited to just talk about human design and help everybody listening, everybody who's listening to this show, understand how they can use it, not to put themselves in a box, but to really use it to maximize who they are and step into their greatness. So Annalena, welcome to the show. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. It's an honor to be here and I'm super excited to share more about human design because I love it and... It has been life-changing for me and so many other people that I'm super excited to share this with your audience, right? So they can also get the best from human design for themselves. Yeah. And, and I know my reading that, that we did together, I, was, I, I really walked away from it with what I hoped from so many other readings to walk away from. And, and those fell short because I've done other, like, I think to be clear, this is not a personality test. Human design is not a, it's not like Myers-Briggs or DISC or the other personality test where you're talking about like, let me answer questions about how I think about things and how I behave. And then it's going to tell me based on that, what category I fit in. This is more about your cosmic design, right? Yeah. So I always say like, it's kind of a personality test, but so much more because like you say, and I, I said this recently on another podcast, like I have done personality tests in the past, right? And it was kind of nice to know. Um, and it was also based on answering so many questions that tomorrow I may have answered them completely different mm -hmm. depending on how I feel. So I never really put too much value into it. And it was nice to know for me. And I'm sure for some people, it may be life-changing. For me personally, it was just, not something that really, I can say, transformed my life, right? And with human design, this is really, like you said, this is literally, this is your soul curriculum. Like it guides you to your life purpose. It helps you understand yourself so much better. It gives you practical tools, how to live the most successful life in business and relationships. I mean, it blew my mind literally because it it was so accurate. And I was like, shocked that why is this not out in the world why does not everybody know about this because what I have discovered is that we like you and I we now may say it's a hot topic because we're in the coaching industry and yes in the coaching industry which is probably a super small percentage of the big wide world know about this but most people have never even heard about human design and I mean it can change the, the earlier we know about this the younger we are the bigger the impact we can make so it's it's incredible it is and it, it helps you like understand your uniqueness and why you are so powerful and you got to be different it's not supposed to be that we're all the same so and i think that it's important to say that it it's not meant to put you in a box so don't put yourself in a box with it, which I think can happen with any personality test, anything where it seems to be a definition of who you are that, you know, really go into that with, you know, 
taking ownership over it and being like, this is meant, and I think I was saying this to you before we started, that I saw it just sort of like, I, I got the reading and it confirmed a lot of things that I knew, but it also gave me strategies and ways to think about the way that I operate, which helped me understand. Like I thought about it, like I was like, oh, it's like I kind of got the owner's manual to this vehicle that I'm traveling in, that I just figured out how to get the most out of this amazing vehicle I've been given, that I can get top performance out of it. And that's what I love about it. And that's what I hope people will take away from this episode is not to be like, oh, I'm this thing. And that means I'm not special, or it means I'm super special, or it means like really taking this away that that if you get a human design reading, if you dig into your human design, that it is meant to help you understand how to navigate you. Yes, exactly. And I... I want to give you one example that my my teacher, Karen Curry Parker, uses a lot. Um, she used the analogy of like a big puzzle, right? Where the whole world is a big puzzle. And imagine the puzzle would not exist or come together if we would all have the same puzzle piece. Because, mm. you know, in the puzzle, we're all different and unique. And that's exactly what human design highlights, how unique. I think she calls it, you are a one-in-a-lifetime cosmic event. That's, I think, how Karen says it, if I, if I paraphrase her. And that just gives you so much power, right? It helps you love and accept yourself so much more. And this is what we, I think we're all after, loving ourselves to the deepest, right? And human design can really help you with that. Now, what you were also saying is like, there's a lot of human design knowledge out there where people feel like more like a victim, right? Where they feel mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm this, I'm not as good as others, or I wish I would be something else, Right. And I think that's what we want to address a little bit today to help you all understand that you're perfect the way you are. It, it has a reason why you are what you are. So let's talk about that. Let's first of all, explain to everybody what is human design. Yes. Yeah, so human design is, I mean, you can call it like a cutting edge personality assessment that also gives you a strategy, how to make best decisions in life. So that for me was like, oh my God, we're making decisions all the time. If I have a tool, a strategy that can help me with that, that's a total game changer. And what's so beautiful about human design is that it has other uh, methodologies in it. For example, astrology, it has the Kabbalah, it has the, the chakra system, the Chinese I Ching. And that was like, wow, all in one, because, you know, we, we sometimes, we like to learn astrology, we like to learn this and that and all the things. And this is like all in one. And I have even done readings for astrologers. I have done lots of readings for people that, you know, very much in the spiritual world or with the Mayan Inca readings or something like that. And everybody, like, literally without exception, is like, wow, you're confirming everything that I already knew plus so much more. Mm -hmm. So somehow it's like, I mean, I feel blessed. I feel so blessed that this tool found me. And I always say, like, human design found me. It's not like, I was looking for it or chasing it in any way so that I can now be a vessel to, to share this tool with the world so more and more people can know about it and use it for themselves to have more success, more love, and whatever their heart desires are in their life. Yeah. And, and I, so let, let's tell everybody, like we said, this is not a typical personality test where you're filling out a bunch of questions. This is really very, very much based. It's just your birthday, your time yeah. and the birth date and time and where you were born. So the place in the world 
And is that because I think I've, and how, how is that working then? Is it like it's supposed to be kind of the gateway that you came through at the moment that you were born, like how the stars were aligning, correct? Yes, exactly. It has a lot to do. So when you look at your human design chart, and by the way, if if you pull this for the first time, and my favorite site to, to pull your chart is geneticmatrix.com. You mm-hmm. can get it for free there. And like Nicole said, you need your, the time you were born, the place, the date. And um, if you don't have the exact time, there's still some ways how, how you can still do that. Um, you can totally reach out to me about that because some people I know that not necessarily know the time that they are born. That sometimes happens. Um, but yeah, it's based on the exact time, like whatever, where the, the planets were in the big wide universe at that time when you were born, like in what gates there were basically. And then also because they're on the left and the right, there's a bunch of numbers, which people in the beginning, they're like, I don't know what Mm -hmm. this is, but it's basically on the right side, which we call the conscious side. It's at the time you were born, the exact time. And then on the, on the left side, which we call the unconscious side is 88 days before you were born, which we call the design date. So based Mm -hmm. on these two, that's it. And it's it's like fixed, right? There's no like wiggle room. Oh, I could be a different type. It's it's based on the time that you came. And it doesn't matter if you um, were born before your estimated due date or anything like that, because often people ask you, whatever the time was that you choose to say hi to the world, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the time we're using. Okay. So let, let's run through the basics of human design. So what are the factors? So when someone pulls their chart, they're going to see, they're going to see a very confusing chart. Everybody's just like, what is this? And then they're going to get some titles, a type and, and what else? Can you run through kind of the, the 101 basics of, of what they're seeing when they pull their chart? Yes. Like you already said, you're going to see this colorful picture. It's, it looks like a, a person, like a body, which is going to have lots of lines. Some are white, some are colored in, and then it's going to have nine centers. Some are again, colored in, some are white. And, um, these are your energy centers. And, and one of the things that's important to know, just as a big overview, we're not going to go into details, but whatever is, so first of all, everybody has the entire chart. That's really, really important because we get this misconception that we think like, oh, I'm missing something. When something is white, we may have the feeling of people think, oh, I don't have this, right? And others mm-hmm. may have it. But everybody has the entire chart. It's just whatever is colored in in your chart, that's the energy that you have consistent access to. It's like you are sending this energy out into the world. It will feel very familiar to you, those energies. And whatever is white in your chart, that's the energy that you take on from other people. You can actually amplify it and gain wisdom from it by trying it out at different places and different occasions. Um, but you don't have consistent access to this kind of energy, right? That's that's the only difference, really. And um, And then, so when you pull your chart, the very important thing that's going to be on there is your type, right? Mm-hmm. And there are five different types. We have the, the manifester, we have the projectors, we have the manifesting generators, we have the generators, and we have the reflectors. And then we have what we call a strategy that's also going to be on there, which the strategy is basically how you make decisions in life, right? And especially when it comes to bigger things in life, like like next step in your career, when it comes to your love relationships, where do you want to live? Like, not necessarily about like, well, what, what am I going to eat next, but more the bigger things in life. Um, 
And then there's also going to be something which we call the authority. And the authority is basically the flavor of our strategy. It gives it gives it like how we make decisions um, that the authority will impact that basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have that. And then what we also have on there, which you will most likely see is your profile. Your profile consists of two numbers. Um, Nicole, I think you are five one, right? I'm a yes. two four, for example. Mm-hmm. So it's some combination from the numbers from one to six. So you can be one three, you can be a five three, a three five, and so on. And that will also give you a lot of insight about how you live life, who you are as a person, um, what's typical for you as a person. We'll tell you also, give you some hints about your life purpose as well. Um, and then finally, on most reports that you pull, is also something that we call the incarnation cross, mm-hmm. which has a lot to do, like, I think they say around like 80%, if we can put it in numbers, about what your life purpose is. And that life purpose is more about who you be. It's not necessarily, it's not going to tell you like you should have this kind of job or something like that. Right. Right. And right. So those are kind of that, that's, that's what you will get mm-hmm. and you'll be confused by all of it in <laughs> at first. And, and then, so let's just start with, with the basics because everybody, I think if they know their type, there's, there's a good amount that's, that's tied to type. Your strategy is very closely tied to your type. I think if yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. And so can you run through the different types and, and kind of how they operate and, and the, you know, with the mind of the person listening, if they're like, oh my goodness, I'm a projector and I didn't know what that meant, or yeah. I'm a manifester and, and, um, you know, what, what, what can they do with, with knowing their type? Yeah, that's beautiful. And that really is the most important. It's like the foundation of the house. The most important is to understand the strategy that comes with your type. So let's start with the first type. We call them the manifestors. And by the way, that has nothing to do mm-hmm. with manifesting. It doesn't mean that only the manifestors can <laughs> manifest. I just want to, we can, we all manifest 20%. Yeah. So just want to put this out there. Um, but the manifestors are around um, nine to 10% of the population. I think the numbers, they, they fluctuate constantly. Mm-hmm. And for the manifestor, the strategy to make decisions is to inform what that basically means the manifester is literally the person when they have an, a, a creative impulse they can just go do it but they want to inform the people that are going to be impacted by the action they're going to take it would be it has nothing to do with asking permission it's basically just like fii i'm gonna go on a vacation <laughs> And then after mm-hmm. you inform, like, would be maybe your husband, right? You would maybe say, hey, honey, I'm going to go on a retreat next week with my coaching <laughs> group, right? And um, it will work out so much better when you do the informing part, because otherwise, most likely, it will not work out as well. Because the energy that we have can really throw people off, right? So mm-hmm. it's really like what we know from the Nike slogan, just go do it, right? When you have a creative impulse, you can just go do it. Um, the only thing that I want to add to this is if you also have emotional authority, there is some waiting in that. So you don't make this decision as spontaneously. Uh, you would also wait out the emotional wave. Now, this is something we go a little bit more into detail in a reading, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just wanted to add on to that. Um, so this is kind of what we all think applies to all of us, right? We learn like, yeah, have courage, just go do things, right? Now, but again, the manifesto is just like nine, 10% of the population. 
And then we have the second type that we have is called the projector. And the projector is around, I think it's now 20 to 22% of the population. So it's a lot. And I, I think what I've noticed or been reading about is that the population of the projector keeps growing mm-hmm. and very, very um, important type in the world, like all of us. And for the projector, this strategy is to be recognized and to be invited. And I'm going to explain a little bit what this means. So this is, again, for the big things in life, very importantly, right? It does not mean you need to be recognized and invited to to eat a supper or something like that, right? This is about the big things, about a new relationship, about a new job, about a relocation, for example. So what this means is that you will be recognized by people in your life. And then you will in some way receive an invitation. For example, Nicole, let's say you are a projector. Just let's assume. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to be like, oh, my God, I have been seeing you on this podcast. This is amazing. I'm inviting you to publish this book. Like everything is set up. You're going to get a scholarship. Like that would be an invitation, right? And and you're being recognized because you have been showing up. You have been doing what you love, right? And And when things work this way, and then, of course, you would follow your authority, which for projector can be many different ways. It can be splenic, which is in the now you will know, or it can be um, it can be emotional authority, where you also would first have to wait out the emotional wave if it really feels good to you to actually accept the invitation, right? Um, and then once you're in, you're fully in, and you go. You can almost act like a manifesto. Just you go do, take action, and. This way, usually things work out beautifully, right? And um, what I want to add here is that I do know from my personal experience with projectors that when they first know about this, they can be like, wow, I have to wait to be recognized. What if nobody's going to recognize me? I'm not going to ever can do anything, right? So they, they can feel like a victim around it. However, this is how it's supposed to be. And the projector have a very unique role in the world they can really they can see and redirect other people's energies in a very beautiful way they have a really big gift of seeing the big picture and um the more you you do what feels good to you the more you practice great self-care which is such a huge topic in the coaching industry right Mm -hmm. like and the more you you do that the easier and quicker you will get recognized you will get invited into the right kind of things right and um, then magic happens, literally, when you really can trust, can trust that this is the way for you, right? Um, so, yeah, that's for the projector. So can a projector, sorry, I'm going to ask you. So can a projector start taking action, but with would, would the strategy then be for them to take action that is going to help create an invitation? Yes, I mean, that's a, such a good point. It, it does not mean that you're supposed to sit on the sofa and wait, right? That means that you're going to take action by do what you love. It, what, mm-hmm. Like, let's say you have a hobby and share with the world what you're up to, right? It doesn't mean you have to hide in any way. It's like, do what feels good to you. It's just for the big things, like, like I said, like a relocation, moving into a different house, a different city. Um, getting into a new job, new career path, uh, getting into a new relationship, right? Most likely, if you're going to send out tons of applications, this type of action, 
probably going to lead you to a bunch of frustration and bitterness because it doesn't work out as well. Um, or if, if you're the one like initiating a relationship, for example, it probably is going to work out so much better when you are being you, you do what feels good, you do take action in your daily life, following your bliss, right? And mm -hmm. making sure you're in a, in a really nourishing environment for yourself the faster you will be approached, you will be recognized and you will receive that invitation if that's for a date or if that's for like, hey, we have this new project here. I would love to have you because I have been seeing you showing up and um, showing your expertise and we would like for you to be part of our team. And this is usually how projectors enter. It's like, how do they enter into the new situation basically? Right. Okay. Way. Excellent. And the next one, where are the we next, now? Yes, then now we're like, yeah, how many do we have left? So we have three more left. So the next one, we call them, in the big scheme, we call them the generator types, but they're two different ones. Mm -hmm. So we have the manifesting generator and we have the generator. So let's talk about the generator first. Um, what's unique with the generator types is that we have the SQL center defined. And what this means, and all the other types don't have it defined, and we are about 70% of the population, and we have this consistent life workforce energy, right? Where we can we can work a job nine to five, we can keep going as long as we do something that really lights us up as a generator, right? So um, that's that's really important. And for the other types, the manifestors, the, the reflectors, which we talk in the end, and then also the projectors, they by nature need more rest. Um, mm -hmm. So for them, like professions that are mostly like more flexibility, they will, will work better for them. Um, so and for the for the generator type, the strategy is way to respond. And what this basically means is it's also a little bit like for the projector. Oh, I have to wait. I can't just take action, right? And we usually have tons of ideas and inspirations, and we want to do a lot of things. And what this means is like when you have an idea, don't, especially for the bigger things again, right? If you want to um, like start a new podcast or enter into a new career or put on a masterclass, whatever this may be, before actually taking action, um, wait for a sign from the universe. And this involves a lot of trust and surrender and continue with your life and kind of like, I like to say it this way. I'm like, okay, universe, if this is meant for me, show me right and I'm just going to mm -hmm. continue on with my life and I do my stuff mm -hmm. and then it could be that the next day somebody calls you and they're going to be like hey Nicola and Alina like um would you love to be on my podcast and then it would be from your sake of it's, it's like this gut feeling where it would be like an uh-huh or like uh-uh or a yes or mm -hmm. no that depends on the well for for a generator type it's always usually this uh-huh or uh-uh sound and sometimes we're not really in tune with it. It takes a little bit of practice, but it's basically this feeling when something feels expansive and this comes from your gut, it never comes from the head. It's yeah. really important, right? Because we humans are always like, oh, should I do this? Does this make sense? Is this going to make me some money? Is this worthwhile, right? And we overwrite how it actually feels. So mm -hmm. anytime when your gut responds in this like, uh-huh, it's like, it lights you up. It turns you on. It's like, mm -hmm, it's sexy, right? So that's a yes. And sometimes what your sequel responds uh -huh, to may not make any sense. 
and maybe like, wow, I, I really respond to this. It feels so good. It feels expansive. But then we humans, we start to think our fears kick in and we mm -hmm. may talk ourselves out of it. But those are the things to go for, right? Where we respond, where you're being asked, or it could also be you see something on social media about that thing that you were thinking about and your sacral is like, oh yeah, I want to do this, right? Um, yeah, and, and that was because I'm a manifesting generator, yeah. and so and which is the same strategy to respond. And one of the things that that stood out to me, like what was a big confirmation for me was I've always felt like when I trust my gut and I go with my gut, um, it's it's like always right. Yeah. And for some reason, I don't trust it. Like I think that I have to think things through. And then when I think things through, I end up losing that uh-huh. Like then I've like confused my whole self and I've, I've overthought it. And then I'm in this place of like total indecision. And if I go with the head thought, the, if I go with what I, what I came up with in my head, a lot of times I, it won't work out. And I end up beating myself up over the fact like you knew it was going to be like, you should have just trusted your gut. Yep. And this was sort of confirmation of that, like that gut, it has intelligence. It's not just the, my imagination that I was feeling these things. It's actually how I'm built. And there's a reason that I've like had this pattern my whole life yeah. and, and creating the opportunities to respond, I think was a big thing that I took away from it too, was to, to, um, to really inspire myself with things so that I could respond with content that I provide or getting ideas and things like that. Like, how can I create responses? How can I create an opportunity to respond? And things like you said, like asking the universe for like, okay, I would like to respond to something you give me. Can you give me something so that I can then respond so I can get out of this waiting game a little bit? <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's exactly right. Because we feel like Oh, I have to wait. But the more we can surrender to this waiting by just doing something we love, continue mm -hmm. on with life, follow your bliss, follow your joy, it becomes this like beautiful dance. It's almost like you're flirting with life. You're flirting with the universe where, um, because the reality is if we keep constantly going and pushing, like when we are very much in the masculine energy, the universe is like, hello, I'm, I'm having all these things here to respond to and you're not seeing it. Yeah. You're not, right? So the more we can be in this waiting and it doesn't like, again, it doesn't have to be the waiting of not doing anything and just sitting on the couch, but getting out of the head and continue on with life, do what feels good. And the faster things will come to you. And sometimes it's like response, response, response. And not everything is, you may actually then notice the next day, that, wow, yesterday you were super excited about it. You were about to do it. But because you responded, you actually noticed the next day life gave you something to respond to that your Sega was like, mm -mm. and mm -hmm. you were like, whoa, thank you. Because I would have invested a lot of time and money maybe into something, right? And yeah. by waiting, we we signal to the universe that we're trusting, right? We are, we are having this level of, yes, I'm supported. Um, mm -hmm. And then just, Things just work much more magical when we follow that wait, wait to respond. And then there's the authority on top of it, which sort of tells you how to operate in that. So I, I'm guessing like I'm an emotional authority, which means more yeah. waiting. Yeah. And like I have to kind of emotionally feel all the stuff. Yeah. So after I get my 
a aha or uh uh-uh. Yeah, exactly. So for the for the generators, um, for the manifesting generators, the the way to respond is just the first. So um, the first part that we're going to talk about it now applies for both the generator and the manifesting generator. Um, you're going to either have sacral authority, which will just be the way to respond, or like you, you have emotional mm-hmm. authority. You have this way to respond where your sacral response, but you also have an emotional wave. Um, and there are different types. Some are very extreme, like high, high, low, low. Some are more subtle. So that depends on the unique um, look of your chart that we would look at, right? Um, and for you, it's really important that you'd never, ever make a decision when you're in this emotional wave. Um, you want to make sure that throughout the wave, however long this takes for you, that will be very unique for everyone, right? Um, that throughout the wave, it keeps being an uh-huh or an uh-uh. But if throughout the wave, you're going to be like, uh-huh, and then uh, I'm not sure, and it kind of goes back mm-hmm. and forth, then it's not a yes, Right. Right. And um, and very often, like, people are really glad because they're like, oh, wow, this would have been a big commitment on my end if I would have just jumped into it. And your strategy, you know, guided you from maybe in this case not taking action, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's that's even, like, more patience, more waiting involved in that to, to call it, like, ride out the wave like a surfer. So have right. fun. Have fun riding <laughs> the wave in a way, like, right? Yep. Exactly. Um, yeah, this is also for the generator. They can have emotional authority as well. So they will have the way to respond and then incoherence with that emotional authority. And now for the manifesting generator, which we both are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is part to like, because we're very fast, we're very multi-passionate beings. Um, so that's a little bit different for the, the manifesting generator from the generator. We are literally like meant to be involved in many different things. Um, and not necessarily just focus on one thing only. So that's that's very typical for the manifesting generator. And we're also very fast beings. And because of that, also our strategy is first the way to respond. Again, when you have emotional authority, there will be a little bit longer process. And then the next step is to envision, to, to re-envision this project or idea that you responded to and still see if you really if it still feels like an aha for you, right? You can also, I like to do this sometimes, ask for something else to respond to, especially if it's something bigger, right? Um, so the first way to respond is kind of like you're dipping your feet into the water and you're kind of playing with the idea. And then you have this the envisioning phase where you really feel into this big idea, see if it still feels good. And then before taking action, we also have the informing, right? Where you would inform the people that would be impacted by your decision or the action you're about to take. Again, like could be your business partner, your your significant other, your kids, because maybe you're going to say, hey, by the way, I'm going to start writing a book. So every morning from six to seven, I'm going to be in my room and I'm going to be writing. So it would impact them because you would not be available for them during that time, right? And it's, again, just the FYI piece. It has nothing to do with asking permission because that's often what we like, and I don't want to tell people because they're going to talk me out of it or whatever. And, but once you have your yes, it's like just from confidence, like FYI people, I'm going to go do this and then we take action. Um, and that also, I don't know if you've experienced this, but usually things just work out much better when we don't miss the informing part. 
I have. And because there were times where I, I absolutely fell into like, I'm going to do this, but I don't want anyone getting in my way. So I'm not going to tell anybody and I'm going to do it quietly and I'm going to like squirrel away and I'm going to do it. No one's going to know. And it's just going to be great when it's all done. I'm going to tell them yeah. and then they can celebrate with me. Um, but, but when I, and, and didn't usually work out that way. It never worked out the way I had envisioned it. And instead, like what you just described, I did with a program I signed up for was a really big investment. And I, I sat back, it was like 20 grand and I sat about it. I, I had a full yes. Mm-hmm. I emotionally felt it for a few days. I thought about it again. I envisioned it without knowing this process. This is what I went through. I definitely was like, what would this look like? What is this? Do I see it? Can I feel it? Could envision it was like, okay, got the yes again. Had a, The emotional wave had passed. I was, I was sitting in the yes. And I was like, I can't do this alone. I can't do this without informing my husband and not getting his permission, but getting him on board. There was like a just, and when I did that, the amount of power that came back to me after the informing part, because mm. it wasn't that I went in there and I was like, this is what I am doing. It wasn't, I want to know how you feel about me doing this. It was, I'm going to do this. This is what I need. And with that, it was like, it was just this rush of power. He said, okay, I guess this is what we're doing. All right. All right. You know, don't F it up. And, <laughs> and, but I walked away from that with, it was exactly this and, and it worked out great. Like that 20 grand got turned into a hundred plus, like it, it was the best investment, but it was, it was absolutely that process. And I, without having, until it did, you did my reading, I didn't break it down into that, mm-hmm. but that was exactly what happened. That's such a, I love always these real life examples, right? Because it always confirms that, wow, there's really something to it. And that's what I see with human design over and over again. Honestly, every single reading I've had, I'm literally every time I'm just blown away how accurate it is. And it's like, that's why I must think the whole world needs to know about this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so with the informing, of course, like, I don't want to say now, oh, if you're a generator type, never, ever inform, right? Like informing is also part of a communication skill, I feel like, that can always benefit, right? Because especially in a partnership, spending a lot of, uh, investing a lot of money, right? I think the other person will always appreciate it when we let them know about it or they can feel kind of like, oh, why is somebody hiding something from me or things like that. But for us manifesting generators and the manifester types, it just can throw off things so much more when we miss that piece, right? And Mm -hmm. I even like, or with kids, right? If you have a manifesting generator child or a manifester, you always want to, because it goes both ways. They like, we like to be informed ourselves, right? So we also like, like we, we, we also really don't like it when we don't get informed, right? By others. So it's, that's what I love so much about human design when it comes to entrepreneurship and parenting and relationships with all of those things that we also learn how can we have better outcomes when we come together as humans, right? And and know our strategies and know that for a manifesting generator, informing is just so important. They need to do it and they also like to receive it themselves. I even do it with my daughter when I uh, go out, take the trash. I just let her know, mm-hmm. hey, FYI, I'm going to take out the trash. If I don't, he's like, oh, we're ready to go, <laughs> right? Because yeah. we are both many gents. So 
Second, mm-hmm. warming is is part of the daily agenda all the time. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then that brings us to was that everything for the manigens? Was that everything that we needed to know yes. for that? They have access uh, to the throat chakra, right? The throat center. Is that? Yeah. Is that so a- they, they have always a motor. There are four of the centers are motors. Um, they have one directly connected to the throat, plus the sacral is defined. That's how in the chart you can see and of course if human design is new for you you will be what's a motor and all the mm-hmm. things so that's something we will go more in, into more detail of course in a reading um, right yeah so the the of course there's more to it. i think one thing that i would like to add which i find is a game changer when people know this when they're a generator or a manifesting generator is that we have a stair-step learning curve what that basically means is that we have phases where we're like you know things are going great and we feel like we're making progress and we are like we are like moving right Mm -hmm. things are going well and progressing and then all of a sudden we are in this like it's like the mud water or we feel stuck it's like uh, we feel stuck in a way right and we often feel like what's wrong right it's not supposed to be like this you know something is off but it's supposed to be like this because it's basically life giving us time to rest and be even though it may feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but the more we can surrender into it, it's literally like we are getting ready for the next up level, right? Okay. And and that's just important because just like with anything in life, if we keep going and pushing and pushing, we all need rest. We all need like the the balance between the masculine and feminine energy in a way, right? Um, and for the manifesting generators, the only difference is that we actually skip sometimes steps on this, Yes, the mm-hmm. learning curves because we're here to find shortcuts. We're here to bend time literally, and um, that's also why in the new quantum human design that I have been mostly studying with Karen Corey Parker, um, the manifesting generator is called the time bender, which I love, and the generators are called the alchemists, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So much more beautiful and resonating with people. Yeah. Yes, yeah, they're definitely um, more empowering names for the types on the quantum side yes. um yeah and I, I i i that resonates with me as far as like the many gen like the, the waiting while you're up leveling where to to trust that feeling because sometimes when i'm doing not nothing but like when i feel like i'm getting a message to slow down mm-hmm. but i'm like but there's so much to do and i but i have deadline mo- moments to reach these milestones to reach um Yet I know in my gut that I am up leveling. Like I feel the changes internally and and everything happening. Mm-hmm. That I like to trust that and to not push through it because that usually leads to not good things. Yeah. So that brings us to reflectors. Yes. Oh my gosh. That I mean I. I don't even, ha- I, I know a few like through some other people. I may know some in my mm-hmm. life, but I haven't run that chart. So the reflectors is about 1% of the population. So mm-hmm. the, the most rare type, so to say. And what's unique with a reflector, you're going to have all the nine centers are going to be white in your chart, right? And with a reflector, the strategy to make decisions is to weigh the lunar cycle. And again, this is for the big things, Right. And if you are a reflector for yourself, you may be that person that needs a month to make a big decision, mm-hmm. right? And this is normal for you. This is how it's supposed to be. You need that time to really feel into that. And 
it's such a game changer, especially let's imagine one of your children as a reflector, right? When you or your partner as a reflector, because you get could get so upset, like, why is that person taking so much time <laughs> to make a decision? Especially let's say you're a manifester, right? And like you're just creative impulse, you take mm -hmm. you take action, right? Mm -hmm. After informing and for reflectors. And, and reflectors, they're, really, they're reflecting the health back to the community there, and they have such an important role in, to, in the world, right? And um, that, is, that is how it is for them. And, I mean, again, if you're a reflector, I would actually love to have a conversation with, with you at some point because it's just, you know, super interesting to, to learn how that is, how that feels. And, and you will know in your being that this is right for you, right? Even though the whole world is probably telling you, like, Be more spontaneous, take quicker decisions, right? And that's why I love human design again once more so much because it confirms what you have known all your life and it helps you just to, oh gosh, it's okay to trust me. I've known this and finally, I don't have to listen to what people are saying anymore. I just know that's how it's supposed to be. And I think that's the big takeaway. That's what we really want people to know with this episode and with kind of just dipping our toe into the waters of human design, which is that that this should be, this should help you. Most people that I know that have had a human design reading or that read their chart and they're just like, oh my God, that makes so much sense now. Yeah. And giving you permission not to put yourself in a box, but giving you permission to do what has felt right all along permission to tune out the noise and all the shoulds that are out there, the gurus, the things you've seen on Instagram, the other strategies that you've seen a testimonial for has been like super duper enticing because you're like this person, I don't know, people are making like $500,000 in five days with this person. Is this right for me? But on some level, it didn't feel right to you or it didn't feel aligned with how you wanted to do it to really seeking out what feels aligned for you, what you feel connected to and trusting that more than what's worked for other people. because we're all built differently. That's exactly, I, I can sign on that. That's, that's exactly because, <laughs> and especially like we are coaches, right? Working with other entrepreneurs and things like that. And, That has, and I, I went through this myself, and I'm sure you did too, right? Done so many courses. They're they're always like, oh, it's the three steps, the three step strategy or five mm -hmm. steps that work, and they will work for you. And there may be a few people that also have success from that, you know, like statistically that all it's always some other case. But for most people, it doesn't work because it's not what feels aligned with their energetic blueprint that they have in the human design, right? And this is why, you know, with human design, when you go also really deeper into it, you really learn what's your way. And that's the only way, right? So um, that's why I also feel like there's a big shift in the coaching industry where we're going to be more about like, no, it's not one specific strategy because what works for me may not work for you. Even if we are both manifesting generators, we still have lots of differences because Like we said, right, there, there are also other components in your human design chart. And when you tap into that, you have like, you get access to your superpowers. You, you're going to also understand why the way you are, no matter what your type is, it's just perfect. That's how it's supposed to be. And I always say, like, imagine we would all be the same. That would yeah. be so boring. Boring. And, and 
we're unique. We're supposed to be different, supposed to be weird. Because, and because I, actually, I think weird just means we're different in a way, right? Because we have created something. Uh, we're supposed to be normal and average. And that's just, we need to have the variety. We, we like one person loves to do one thing and one person, the complete opposite. And they're the happiest people on earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's finding your vibe and yes. riding with what, and, and that's, I think that's sort of the secret to life. And I think coaches are, are kind of looking for the secret to life and we want to just teach other people what we learn and help other people heal while we're on our own journey. I think that that's like largely why we're, a lot of us are drawn to this community and to this work, but, but finding your vibe and like having that, what I, what I love about human design is it gives you kind of the confirmation a little bit to say, no, this is just how I am, which is how I'm meant to be. And when I embrace who I am and how I'm meant to be, good things happen rather than me trying to be like somebody else or do it their way. Mm. Yeah, it's literally so like, I, yeah, totally. And it's like, I always say like, when you do that, when you follow what just feels right and aligned for you, that's when your life purpose finds you because life purpose for mm. me has nothing to do about figuring it out and finding it. It's like you trusting yourself, you doing what feels right. And this will, once you know your human design, like you said, you have known this all this time. And it's just now this confirmation that, oh, it's okay. I also, it's like the ticket to be you. Yeah, go ahead. You can be you. You have known this all this time. It's finally okay. It's okay to trust yourself. And it's, it's a, for me, it was such a big relief. I mean, incredible. Life changing. Yeah, it's getting. Get, getting you back to what you've always known. Yeah. Remember and, who you are. Mm-hmm, for sure. Well, I think that is a beautiful place to wrap this up. Yeah. Annalena, thank you so much for being here and for sharing human design and just your take on it. And, and you know, you explained everything beautifully, all the different types. And we, we dove into so much and in such a short period of time. Thank you for, for sharing with us and for being here. Um, can you tell everybody where they can stay in touch with you and, and, and how they can get more information from you? Yes, absolutely. And thank you for having me. It was a delight. It was a pleasure. You may have noticed I can talk about it all day. So how you can get in contact with me um, on my website. It's my first and my last name, AnnalinaFuchs.com. It's A-N-A-L-E-N-A-F-U-C-H-S.com. Um, and that name is also my on, my on Facebook, on Instagram. I also recently started being more on Clubhouse. So um, I'm doing more regular clubhouse rooms now also about human design actually one where we do english and spanish i'm still actually learning <laughs> spanish myself so it's, so it's a huge win-win if you want to learn about human design and learn either english or spanish um <laughs> yeah and i mean re- reach out to me i also have a youtube channel it's called annalina's wonderland you can check that out as well where I interview people and usually we also somewhere along the line talk about human design there may be more to come down the line and yeah happy to connect there with you Thank you. And we will link all of that up in the show notes. So it's nice and easy for you to find. Well, thank you to the listener who is still with us here at the end of the episode. We appreciate you hanging out with us all the way to the end and learning about human design and hearing this conversation between Annalena and myself. It was wonderful having you a part of this with us. And remember, you are limited only by the limitations that you accept. And when you stop accepting those limitations, that is when you become limitless. We'll see you on the next episode. 
If you enjoyed this episode and you want more of this type of content and conversation in your life, please come check out our free Facebook community, Unlock Your Inner CEO, where you'll find next level entrepreneurs just like you. Go to innerceogroup.com to join. I'll see you there.